0: Good morning everybody, this is Pete with All Matters, Car Radio 97, 3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We got another good show for you here, Um, we're going into our 15th year now. It's uh, crazy that we've been on the air this long. I haven't got kicked off, but you know, hey, <laughs> it's all fun stuff. We got uh, we have our friends back from Superior Cabinets. They were on um, in the summertime in August. I know now it's uh, we're in the winter weather here, and we're inside, and we're probably looking at our kitchens and bathrooms and going, wow, I may need to do a, a makeover here. So that's what these guys do best. They do a lot of kitchen, home office, bath, wooden wall units, custom furniture, things like that. Um, so we have Larry Hegland and his son, Austin on the show. So it's good to see you guys. How are you doing, Larry? Doing good, Pete. How are you? I'm doing great. Austin, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Pete. That's good. Well, it's good to have you guys back on and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, cabinetry here. Um, I just love hanging out at cabinet shops. It's like the coolest thing ever. You know, you guys, you guys do great work and I'm sure you make a lot of people happy with the, with the work you do. You've been, uh, Larry now just to recap, cause I know it's been a few months since you've been on the show. How long have you guys been in business at Superior?
1: So we, uh, we started in 1982 and I came on board in 1987, Wow,
0: long time! I was still in college then, and I'm an old man now. <laughs> and your son probably was just a, wasn't well. Probably wasn't even born yet. I would imagine no, no, <laughs> wasn't yet.
1: even born yet.
0: <laughs> I think it's super cool you guys work together now, Austin. So just so we refresh a little bit since uh, it's been a few months, your
2: role in the company is what well is compared to your dad's. What what do you do at Superior? Yeah. Uh, so I am uh, just as I'm a designer salesperson. Okay. Yep. So I deal with all, you know, all sorts of clients, walk-ins, contractors, referrals, uh, kind of the same stuff. I just don't manage anybody.
0: Okay. So you're, you're kind of a lone gun out there just going out to talk to people in their homes and things. Yep, exactly. That's awesome. And then Larry, just to refresh what your role at Sperry since you've been there forever and a day, what, what do you do there?
1: Uh, You know, I, I still do some sales and I'm in, you know, involved in that a little bit, um, Got some great contractors that I've had for a long time. Still want to keep in touch with them. Uh, but for the most part, you know, manage the manage the showroom. And we have a separate shop up there in SeaTac location. Uh, manage those guys up there. So, okay. Uh, just kind of get the business operations going.
0: Okay. So you have the shop in SeaTac. And then you guys, uh, is your showroom down in Kent or Tukwila? Or where is that at?
1: Uh, yeah, right on the border of Kent, Tukwila, and Renton. So right on the corners there. Okay.
0: Got it. What's well, a good location? And people, and, and the people can come down to
1: the showroom. Now and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're open uh, Monday through Friday, nine o'clock or eight o'clock to six o'clock, and then Saturdays from nine o'clock to four o'clock.
0: Okay, got it. Makes, yeah, that makes sense. So, Larry, what's uh, since we haven't talked since in the summer? What's kind of new at the zoo over there at Superior? What you guys been up to?
1: You know, it's been uh, it's been crazy busy. You know, with the COVID lockdowns and stuff, uh, yeah. it just seems like everybody wants to remodel. They're spending more time in their house. So they're seeing that, hey, we need to we need to do this kitchen or we need to do this office. Uh, so it's just, it's just been crazy busy. Yeah,
0: I bet. And, Austin, are you uh, – because I know we mentioned off here about a couple things we were prepping for the show. How are you guys as far as getting materials and getting things to actually make the cabinets? Are you seeing um, delays
2: or, or backups? Yeah, you know, as as far as uh, material goes to actually build the boxes, build doors and whatnot, uh, we've been pretty fine on that. We haven't had any delays, um, and no severe hiccups with that. Most of the inserts, however, I mean, everyone orders from the same place and everyone's affected exactly the same as we are. You know, some some products, uh, you know, like Lazy Susans, could be back ordered for you know six months or so. There's just nothing that we can really do about it. So, but as far as the cabinets go and, you know, what we do in-house, all of that still comes out on time. Uh, No issues there.
0: Got it. So, if you have something that's backward, do you guys come back out when
2: it finally gets there to install it? Or how do you you deal with that? Well, exactly. So, our our in-house service team goes and puts all of that in as soon as it comes in. So, you know, we just kind of coordinate a time that works best for the homeowner. uh, And we set that up. And then, you know, he can do final adjustments uh, if he needs to. Some things uh, luckily are able to arrive sooner than others. Um, so sometimes we kind of just bang that out uh, all at the same time. Sometimes it's going to be a multi-trip type thing.
0: Yeah, which uh, is actually nice you guys do that because I know there's an expense of that always coming back out to the house. But yeah, we all have to roll with the punches here
2: as we get through all this COVID stuff and everything. Yeah, uh, you can only do what you can do, right? And yeah, I mean, maybe. we just we need to make sure that the customer's happy and uh, you know make sure that they yeah. get what they paid for and you know happy with the product.
0: Yep. I agree. And Larry, what now, as far as, cause you're, you guys are down there in CTAC and Tequila and Ken Ren, but where, what's your, like, where do you install, what's your area, geographic area you go?
1: You know, we go all over, all over Washington. Um, yeah. we, we even ship to Alaska, to Hawaii, wow. um, just depending on, you know, clientele and stuff like that. So, uh, but for the most part, we're up and down I-5 corridor. That's, uh, that's our big area. Uh, <laughs> Seattle right now is probably the hottest area out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah
0: yeah and imagine for you guys uh you know down the road if these interest rates do start climbing people are going to stay in their homes they'll probably want to get remodels even more which would be great <laughs> good for your business yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly that's good well i want to let's uh let's start um we're going to do a little different show we talked about and we may get into some construction cabinetry and things like that in this show, but I want to talk more about kind of the customer focus. So maybe let's start Austin with you. I know, uh, Larry, you're an old hat at this. We'll kind of go back and forth, but Mm -hmm. when, um, can you kind of, can you walk me through the process? So someone, a customer calls your business or they, you know, they see your website, superior and they want to do an appointment. How does the process start? Do you have someone in the office that answer, asks a bunch of questions, or do you get on the phone with them? Or how does that that start?
2: Yeah, so so that's something I jump on the phone for. Uh, you know, I start talking to the customer, uh, kind of ask them a little bit about the scope of the project. Um, you know, if they're looking at doing just a kitchen, uh, just a vanity, if they're looking at kind of doing uh, some of the other rooms, maybe a whole house project. Um, usually I'll ask people if they have plans because a lot of people lately have been providing plans and sending uh, them to us. Wow. Um, That's but, good. yeah, it helps out mm-hmm. tremendously, which is always great. Um, but you know, if, if they don't have any plans and we just kind of set up an appointment, uh, I'll go out to the house, you know, take the measurements, kind of talk to them about what they're looking for, uh, what might be functional for them, uh, kind of how to best use their space. Uh, what I find a lot of people, you know, maybe it might be their first uh, remodel that they've been doing. And, you know, they've been living with something that doesn't really work for them, you know, for say like the past 20 years. Uh, So I just kind of come up with some solutions to, you know, make it, make it flow a little bit better for them, Uh, you know, give them a little bit more usability. So,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little more detail. So as far as going out there, Austin, what are you seeing as the most popular type of projects you guys are doing for cabinetry now?
2: Well, typically, you know, it's, it's, Largely going to be, you know, kitchen remodels, and most people are going to be gravitating towards, you know, shaker style uh, stuff okay. like that. So, got and, uh, You know, pretty, pretty, pretty standard there. Uh, we do, we do some raised panel, but a lot of people are, you know, leaning towards painted cabinets. And then right now, we're doing a pretty big mix of. Uh, say stained wood and painted cabinets.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into that because it seems like 2022 is a year of customization and colors. At least that's what they're saying on the internet. So we'll talk about that. What? Uh, so Larry, what, uh, as far as um, so you got the kitchen cabinets and and they're coming in. Where are these people getting their drawings from? Um, if they're typically coming with drawings,
1: you know, sometimes um, they have an interior designer that they're getting drawings from or. Okay. Um, a lot of people actually are doing their own drawings with these, you know, do it yourself programs and things like that. Sketchups. Uh, a lot of people are actually designing their own kitchens and then coming in and, you know, we'll we'll kind of refine them a little bit and, okay. and show them what will work, what won't work. But ultimately we go out and we do all the final measuring and make sure that everything's going to be good and, you know, okay. custom custom build their cabinets to fit their kitchen and stuff.
0: Okay. So you're, you're saying like a Google Sketchup and things, that's something you're, you're seeing a lot of. Where they exactly. play the initial it's, out, and then, it's, but you still have to. So after you talk to them again, then you got to go out to the site because I know every home is different. There's nothing that's ever plumb and square. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah and we like to be, you know, we like to be responsible for the measurements and, you know, yeah, make sure that everything's going to fit and, and uh, you know, just kind of take that away from them so they're not, you know, feeling responsible for, you know, what they give us, right. Got it. Now,
0: Austin, are you guys doing both semi-custom and custom or just custom cabinets at Superior?
2: Well, largely we try to focus on custom and, you know, just building it to actually fit their space. Um, There are definitely a handful of customers and a couple of my contractors that do like to do some of the semi-custom work. Uh, You know, most of that kind of comes from, you know, say your older Seattle houses, like your 1920s. Uh, where they kind of need those fillers and you know be able to cut those down, scribe them to the wall. Uh, so it kind of changes what we do a little bit, uh, not much, but you know. We but, kinda...
0: but isn't that the big advantage though with custom? Is you can fit everything exact, right? I mean, we, yeah, it, we do the measure, measurements. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. We, we try and people. leave as little field work, uh, you know, for the installers yeah. as possible.
0: No, makes makes a lot of sense. So when you, I mean, it's just to give these guys an idea, though, if you're doing semi-custom versus custom, I mean, is there a like an X percentage factor difference in cost, or is it about the same at the end of the day?
2: Uh, what I've always found is it's about the same. Um, you know, people will come to me with quotes from other companies, and you know, it, it, there's really not much difference. It might come down to you know maybe type of wood, you know, if they want to change that, or maybe a couple different inserts or options. Um, ultimately it kind of just comes down to the configuration, uh, that the customer wants to have, but you know, in, in terms of us, uh, doing like custom and semi-custom framed or frameless, uh, there isn't a price difference for us yeah. uh, okay. to do it. So
0: that's why i wanted you to bring that up because that's an important point is you know guys are listening out there you can get custom cabinetry for the same cost as semi-custom so you know if you're going to get an exact fit from superior cabinets um why would you not do that i think that makes a lot of sense especially with all the different we're going to get in wood species um we're going to get into organization and storage because that's a big thing no matter if it's bathroom kitchen that kind of thing the organization storage I know these guys have a lot of years of experience to help you do that. If you want to check these guys out, they will be on mynorthwest.com forward slash home matters as well. With that, I'm Pete. This is home matters coverage 97 3FM, Seattle's news. That's it. All right, we're back. Now, this. Is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio seven three FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. We're having a good discussion here with Larry and Austin Heglin, father and son, which is actually, I think, pretty unique. I have not come across a father and son team at the same company, I don't think, any of the 15 years we've been doing this show. So I think it's cool, you guys. You actually seem to get along really well, too, So, <laughs> which is amazing, so. I know with yeah, my dad, we used to always have fights building houses, but uh, you guys seem to get along pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun working together. Yeah, yeah I bet it is. I bet it is, yeah. you know. So you can check these guys out. Uh, go to superiorcabinets.com. They've got a good website there. Um, or if you want to call and talk to uh, the friendly folks there, and you can get Austin on the phone uh, or Larry, but probably mostly Austin, give them a call at 206 965 nine two four zero that's two zero six nine six five nine two four zero this is uh, if you have custom cabinetry you heard it from austin i do agree with them 100 percent. i mean if you're gonna you know put some cabinets in for the same price you get custom over semi-custom so i would just give them a call have them do that this is for kitchen home office bath wooden wall units and uh, custom furniture there's some actually really cool stuff going on especially in kitchen designs nowadays uh, that you can implement with a company like this and they'll make your dream come alive into your home, which is nice. All right. Um, so I want to ask now, um, let's get into kind of, you know, in my world of engineering, it's always about form, fit and function, right? And I'm sure it's the same for you guys, Larry. So w- let's talk about form and function. And when you come in, kind of what, from a form and function, what do you look for as a company trying to realize someone's dream in their home let's just talk about kitchen design how do you kind of talk to them and Austin, you can jump in too here on this as far as like what they're looking for and maybe pull some things out of them that maybe they haven't even thought
1: of yeah so you know if i go out to a customer's house you know i kind of look around the first thing i notice is how their cabinets are already constructed what we're going to be replacing Um, I ask them, you know, what they're looking for to maximize their space, um, their looks, uh, design and things like that. And usually when you go into a house, they have stock cabinets that either are not going to the ceiling or they have soffits that are built down. Um, So we talk about, well, let's gain more storage by bringing these cabinets all the way to the ceiling. Let's, Let's split designs, you know, where we got glass top uppers and then you know usable lower uppers um kind of split designs there different crown moldings what kind of looks they're looking for um things like that and so you know with the custom with the custom cabinet it doesn't cost any more to go all the way to the ceiling and so we're just not stuck with the 36 42 you know those increments we can go any size we want to there so what
0: speaking of that before we get into an architectural question larry so if you're going to the ceiling um how do uh, it seems like that's more popular these days? But how do people access that
1: stuff way back the up there if they're shorter? <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, we've done you know ladder systems. where wow. kind of like a library where you have a ladder. Well, we've done that in kitchens and stuff like that too. Okay. So you know, there's different ways of doing that. A lot of times, uh, what we do is those the upper section that is you know in a nine foot ceiling. Those are just like glass doors, so it's more for you know showing. Okay display items and things like that it's not necessarily for you know getting into got it
0: so you must then are you doing uh austin when you do those ones where it's more display is it kind of a are you putting in the lighting and all that kind of stuff in the cabinetry
2: no so we don't do any of that Uh, our top rail will overhang uh, kind of the opening a little bit so you know that way it trims out uh, what the contractor wants to do uh, as far as lighting installation but yeah we don't do anything like that
0: Okay. So when you're saying top row, you mean the overhang where the lighting would be recessed up in there, correct?
2: Exactly. So your crown molding is going to attach to that. It's basically your nailing surface. We yeah. build it all as a part of the cabinet. And then, yeah, it'll, it'll essentially act as a lip down to cover any can lights, LED tape Got lights. Got it.
0: Are you seeing – because, you know, you have different styles of home. Obviously, the Craftsman home is very popular in the Seattle area, Puget Sound area. But you got, you know, you got French, cottage, you got all these different kinds. So, does that factor into a decision for the customer, Austin, as far as the architectural look and what they're trying to integrate in the home?
2: Yeah, you know, typically, it's largely just going to dictate the door style uh, that they want to go with and the drawer style. Um, You know, modern homes are definitely going to end up, you know, for the most part, doing, you know – Probably a painted slab is mostly what I do in those kinds of homes. Uh, whereas a craftsman is, you know, typically going to stick with either, you know, traditional shaker style door or, you know, uh, just a simple raised panel. Okay.
0: Are you speaking of that? Because, you know, I was looking online as I was prepping for the show and uh, there was a couple of articles for trends in 2022. Are, and maybe you're seeing that in, you saw that in 2021 as we're wrapping up the year. Are you seeing a trend towards minimalism? at all larry or austin
2: i i would say so absolutely um you know people don't necessarily want lines you know running all all throughout their kitchen especially if they have uh you know a bigger kitchen yeah um so you know slab doors have been really really popular lately um people have been going towards you know just a lot of drawers so I, i would say i'd say i've done maybe 25 or 30 kitchens that are you know all the base cabinets are 100% drawers and they just want to kind of keep a really clean, simple look and not mix the doors and drawers, the false fronts, you know, they just want to minimize those lines that are kind of shooting all over the place. Yeah.
0: I noticed too that, uh, well, maybe you can, uh, so you got, you talk about that. What else, what does minimalism mean to you though, when you talk about this other than the drawers, could you talk about the slab door and what that is so people can get
2: a visual in their head? yeah so the slab door is just going to be something that's completely flat there's not going to be any detail there's not going to be any panel work um so it's literally just going to be a flat piece of essentially three-quarter whether it's plywood um maple that we paint on mdf that we paint on um but typically minimalisms i mean to me is just going to be you know making it really functional and just making it look really consistent throughout the kitchen yeah
0: and I've seen a lot of these doors. You're talking about like the ones that cover the, fr- the refrigerator and things like that, right? Is that, mm-hmm. it's kind of a continuous cabinet. Is that,
1: Larry, what we're, what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just a nice flat slab door.
0: Yeah. And those are pretty and it's nice. The lines are clean. Everything is, uh, you know, it's very aesthetic to the eye. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very pretty. So, all right, let's talk about, um, so let's get into organization and storage here because I know that's a big deal. Um, could we, awesome, maybe talk about some of the organization and storage functionality that you guys can provide for customers? And maybe there's a story of something unique you solved in in the year of 2021
2: or going back a couple of years that you can kind of give people ideas on. Yeah, you know, um, as, as far as uh, kind of solutions that we can provide, uh, typically the one that I like to push a lot is going to be anything over the refrigerator. So we okay. build those cabinets out to 25 and a half inches deep as standard. Um, what I like to do just since it's a really tall place to try and access anyway. And with it being so deep, it's really hard to you know use every day. I like to make those um, it's basically a box rollout that attaches to the door just like, or attaches to the insert, just like a drawer. And you pull it straight out. Uh, what's really cool is you can access it on the side and the entire cabinet or the inside of that cabinet actually comes out to you. So you're able to use that. There's adjustable shelves. Um you know other thing other things that we like to do are going to be you know spice rollouts. Um you know there's blind corner optimizers that kind of you know help you use that dead space a little bit. Yeah. Uh you know let's go back
0: up to the owner of the fridge. I want to ask you about that. So This is a
2: box that actually pulls all the way out with the hardware, correct? Exactly. Yep.
0: Then you're saying you can access it. Does the side panel of the box actually open up where you can get access? Is that what you're talking about?
2: Well, so the whole thing is basically an open box. So the sides are open. There's just a front and a back on it. The front is where the door attaches. Yep. (laughs) And then people, you know, you can put a sidewall on it uh, just so you can kind of cram things into it. uh, Or you can have it accessible on both sides. Do they have any
0: hardware that actually comes out and drops
2: down or is that? Does not exist. They, they do. Um, it's really, really difficult to get right now. So okay. I would I would recommend against it. Takes a few uh, months to get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe a year. Um, oh, my goodness. It, it's wow. a really, really cool idea, especially yeah. when people do have uh, taller cabinets or just yeah. any kind of application yeah. up, uh, up high. But um, seeing it done, it, it looks great. It's just can't get them right now. Got it. Understood.
0: All right, we come back. We're going to continue our discussion here with Larry and Austin at Superior Cabinets um, about uh, cabinet door profiles. I'm going to ask about oak because I'd heard oak is making make a comeback. So we'll see what these guys have to say about it. We're going to get into. I want to ask like when Austin does drawings mm-hmm. and things like that. How does that work if you don't have plans? And there's a bunch of other trends for 2022. We'll get into as well for the remainder of the show. Check them out at superiorcabinets.com or give them a call at two zero six nine six five nine two four zero without on am pete this is home matters car radio 97 3fm seattle news and seattle's talk all right we're back this is p with Home matters car radio 97 3fm seattle's news and seattle's talk we're having a great discussion here with larry and austin haiglin of Superior Cabinets. Larry's been there forever and a day. I was still in college when you joined that company. That's a long time ago, <laughs> which is great. You know, well, that speaks to, I really, Larry, if you've been there that long, that tells me that they really must do a good job of taking care of their employees and your, like, family there.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We uh, we love our employees. We uh, make sure we take care of them. we got some guys that have been here as long as I have. Wow. Just true craftsmen, you know, love what they've yeah. grown. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, it's always fun. I I uh, I have built mantles, I built cabinetry and things like that. Uh, in fact, I'm planning a new big, large wood shop on my property. I find it relaxing. I love doing that stuff. It's you know, the joinery with mortise and tenon and dovetail, and I mean just all kinds of stuff. And I I know you guys do that. Um, that's just good quality cabinetry um, that uh, we talked about in our last show in August. So, you want to, right. guys if you guys want to hear about how they build and what they do and what is a good drawer design and cabinet design and frame versus frameless. We might touch on that a little bit, but go to mynorthwest.com forward slash home matters and just do a search for superior cabinets. That show is up there. We did that last August. And um, that'll give you a lot of education about how these guys build stuff to last, you know, which is good. So, all right, let's get into, I want to come back Austin because we talked about, you know, some minimalism. We talked about storage and organization and we kind of left that, you were talking about some spice racks and some things like that, but um, I also know pantries are a real big deal for people. So maybe you can talk about how do you do storage and organizations. What kind of functionality and features do you put into to pantry systems?
2: Yeah, so largely, you know, m- most of my customers are you know filling their pantry cabinets with you know pullout shelves. And, you know, it's great, especially for, you know, the bottom couple shelves where, you know, you don't want to have to get on your hands and knees and, you know, try and dig through the back. You can just pull it forward uh, and everything comes out to you. Uh, Those are great. They're rated for 150 pounds, too. Uh, They're side-locking guides, So, you know, there's there's no danger of those falling off or anything like that. Um, You know, a lot of people are kind of building microwaves into, you know, their pantry cabinets. Um, So, I've, I've done a couple... That that's, kind of a, that's
0: actually a very cool idea. So how, how does that work?
2: Yeah. So, you know, a couple of them that I've done, you know, will uh, kind of make us like what looks like a three-piece cabinet. You know, there will be, okay. um, you know, say doors or drawers at the bottom section split at the countertop height. Uh, okay. The middle section will basically have a full lift up door that, you know, people actually house the microwave in. Uh, and then you know adjustable shelves up above okay. that section, uh, so, so the
0: door actually hides the microwave. It comes down as a cabinet face. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you see it when everything's closed. Um, you know, really, really good way to you know free up some counter space, keep everything yeah. looking clean. Kind of, kind of integrating that a little bit. Um, a couple other things that I've done are you know retractable pantry doors, uh, which are really cool. No, um, no. What is that? So it's, it's, what is a retractable pantry door? Yeah. So. Basically, these doors kind of uh, you'll open them and they're attached to these uh, like full extension slides that okay. will actually recess back into the cabinet itself. So that, that's really cool uh, when people do that. I've done a couple that have, uh, you know, drawers inside and then, you know, they'll add a countertop to the inside. So when they open those doors, they can leave it open. It looks really presentable. Uh, it doesn't just look like someone left the okay. cabinet doors open.
0: So, are these retractable doors? Are they more faces, or do you actually put storage on those as well, like a spice rack or something like that?
2: No. So, you, you couldn't put anything on uh, on the doors themselves okay. for that. Yeah, they'll just recess into the cabinet, and then there's basically uh, like a little vanity filler, so you don't see the hardware of the guides okay. uh, when that door is open. Okay, got it.
0: And then on the pullout, the pullout uh, shelves that you're talking about. Are these undermount? What kind of hardware
2: do you guys use for those? So they're, they're full extension Blum uh, side mount slides. Yeah. So they're not undermount. They don't come in a soft close, um, but the 150 pound guides, uh, they're, they're very, very smooth. Okay. These are
0: all uh, ball bearing or what yeah, are they? all, all ball bearing right? guides. What? So you hear Blum out there quite a bit. What, why is Blum kind of the, the industry standard?
2: You know, they just, they make a really, really solid product. Um, they back it up too. So if, you know, if anything goes wrong with them, we're able to, you know, replace them uh, for our customers and, you know, kind of get that warranty and, but they hold up, um, you know, some people have had, you know, our product for honestly 40 years, you know, when we've opened and, uh, you know, they have very same hinges. Problems. They're still working up huh? same with hinges. Yeah. People might wow. replace the plates here and there and, you know, we'll, we'll get customers that come in for a couple couple little replacement hardware pieces and you know we have them down here at our showroom so we're able to you know just kind of give those to them and send them on our way but yeah they they hold up and they're great that's amazing
0: well they're not the the cheapo side with the nylon rollers the toe last so that's great you guys use really good hardware exactly
2: yeah we know they're making an
0: investment yeah they want exactly yeah yeah
2: we we look to get our customers out of those and you know get get them into something that's gonna you know hold up and function well
0: yeah Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Larry, we're going to, I want to talk to you about islands, but before, because I know since you've been there since 1982, and a lot of people think about this, uh, there's a lot of cabinet makers out there. So you guys have been doing this forever and a day. What makes you different where people, customers come to you? And I'm sure you have repeat customers and probably kids who grew up and they're your customers now. So what kind of makes you a little bit different?
1: Yeah, exactly. We definitely have repeat customers and kids and going on grandkids now, too, that are uh, actually coming back to and us. And that somewhere. makes us feel
0: old, Larry. It really does, that?
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, for us, it's just, we build a a really sound quality cabinet that's going to last you a lifetime um, yeah. you know most we talk to a lot of real estate agents that um, yeah. you know they use us in their in their selling marketing that it's superior cabinets and, you know people see wow. that and they know it's a it's a great product so yeah, um, just kind of you know, based our company on that, we, we care about what we build and what we put in your house and make sure that, that you're going to love it. So especially when it comes to islands, you know, islands yeah. are, are awesome. You could do a lot with them now. And, um, you know, people are putting their sinks in there, dishwasher drawers on both sides or full dishwashers on both yeah. sides of the sink. Now and, uh, we can make them as deep as you want. Yeah. As, as you want. So, yeah. I,
0: you know, and I, all your islands that we were going to talk about that. So um, are they, they seem like they're a pretty popular thing right right now as, as kind of a trend, right? For oh, absolutely. Okay. What do you, what do you guys, um, as far as how do you go about designing an island? Cause every kitchen is a little bit different, right? Whether how the islands position, the size of the island. So
1: how do you do that when you go into a home? Well, first we've got to make sure that we have the, the you know, the, the proper walk around clearance. We want to make sure we keep at least 36 inches walk around so you can get your appliances in and out, um, you know, ADA codes and things like that. So uh, we make sure that we have the room for an Island and then kind of what the, uh, what the room calls for. A lot of people are getting rid of their, their dining rooms now, and they want to get more, you know, Island seating and and more of the family around the islands, you know, just kind of uh, Working that, so we talk to the customers about what they're looking for and what they're using the other parts yeah. of the rooms and stuff like that for. So.
0: No, that makes a lot of sense, and I would think, you know, because the kitchen is a gathering place,
1: right? So, right.
0: especially you know, kids can do their homework there while the parents are making dinner and talk and things like that. It seems like you know that, that's a big plus with an island.
1: Yeah, everybody ponies up to the island, and yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Now, one of the things I noticed in the trends for 2022 is a lot of people are making islands. And tell me if this is right or wrong. This is what the internet says. Out of different materials and even different finishes than the, the cabinets, it's kind of an eclectic mix and match. Are you seeing that?
1: or is? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that trend is really starting to pick up where, you know, the islands are a totally different material than what the yeah. perimeter cabinets are. They're yeah. you know, uh, abstract colors. They're, you know, just totally opposite of what everything else is. So it's more of a furniture piece now than yeah. it is a cabinet. So, yeah.
0: Talk talk about that because that is another trend that they talked about was the the furniture aspect. When you say furniture piece on an island or a cabinet, what does that mean
1: to you, Larry? Uh, To me it's, you know, uh, it's a furniture piece is something that is, you know, kind of homemade Amish type where, you know, it's it's different than just your standard cabinet with a door and a drawer in it. And so it's more of a a built-in fixture that's, that's there, you know, you can tell it was taken care of and that's what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've seen too, you know, one of the, that struck my eye, Austin, there was actually a kitchen in the 2022 trends. They had kind of a, it was a soft green stain. And then they had a, it looked to me like it was a, a, a cherry maybe uh, or a mahogany, but it was more of a, a, a shaker style on one side and then the island was this white marble and it was, I mean, just the way they put it together, but the, the eye appeal, the aesthetics of it was just, it uh, was incredible. Yeah. Are you doing things like that? Were you are doing different stain colors on cabinets and.
2: Yeah, no, I, absolutely. It's, it's been really popular um, lately. I, I do a ton of it. Uh, yeah. A lot of people even go so far, you know, they'll do multiple countertops. So they'll have a different kind of wild countertop for their uh, island. And then maybe they waterfall one edge or both yeah. edges. Yeah. Uh, some people might even go as far to do like a wood trim, uh, almost like an underlay of the countertop. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of bring that all uh, kind of out and, you know, make the cabinets jump out. But yeah, yeah uh, people are definitely getting, you know, really creative. We're, we're trying to get a little bit creative and, you know, what we show our customers and, you know, uh, showing them pictures of, you know, past jobs that we've done, um, you know, mixing and matching stains. Yeah. But we do get that question asked all the time. So, yeah.
0: How do you – so how do we – the question I have, though, is you have a, kind of an unlimited palette of color. So now you got to get the customer down, narrow it down to some choices here. So how in the heck do you do that, Austin? Where there's so many different choices of stains and colors out there.
2: Well, we, we try and make it really easy uh, just in the sense that we have a bunch of stock colors. Uh, okay. you know, those are the ones that we display all around the showroom. So that's what the customer okay. gets to look at. Um, Same with paint. We've got about, I want to say it's 25 different colors uh, for stock. So, you know, they're able to check those out. There's like seven whites, seven grays, you know, a few blues, blacks, greens, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, If none of that really catches their eye, um, you know, if they want to take maybe a little bit of orange or red out of a color, uh, we can always cut maybe that color in half. We can mix it with another light color. Okay. Uh, you know, we, we've got samples that we kind of keep out in the back um, of our showroom here that we'll kind of grab and bring out and see if that gets a little bit closer to their palette. Got it. Uh, but we're also able to match things that they like. So I've had customers bring pieces in, uh, you know, of a color that they like. You know, we hold on to it for about a week so we can match that color and, you know, get that back to them. But got it. Car
0: Radio 3 FM, Seattle News. And sales talk. All right, we're back. Now this is Pete with All Matters Car Radio 97, 3FM in the great state. Uh, Seattle, we're having a good discussion here with Larry and Austin Heglin of Superior Cabinets. You can check them out. If you haven't grabbed a pad and paper, um, hopefully you have one now. I've always tell you to get that. If you're looking around your house, which a lot of you guys I know are, And you've been in there due to COVID or weather or whatever, and you're going, you know what? (laughs) I don't think I'm ever getting out of this house. Now with the raising interest rates too, I'm not sure if you're going to want to sell and move on. So you want to give these guys a call, whether it's kitchen, bathroom, wall units, organization storage, home office. A lot of you guys are going to continue to work from home. These guys can really make your environment nice, uh, not only aesthetically nice, but make it very functional and beautiful. So you can check them out at superiorcabinets.com dot com, or you want to give them a call. Just uh, the number there is two zero six nine six five nine two four zero two zero six nine six five nine two four zero. And Austin, if they call that number, how do they eventually get to you on the radio? Do you, do they ask for you?
2: Yep, yeah. Just have people ask for Austin, and uh, you know whoever answered the phone will patch them through to me. Or yeah, awesome. You know, then we can- that's good good. so you can
0: talk to the guy on the radio here one of the guys i know larry you're busy running
1: things (laughs) operations so but if they ask for you can they talk to you as well absolutely you know in the last segment that we did with you i've had a few few guys call and ask for austin or larry you know we heard you on pete show so yeah it was pretty cool well that's that's the way it's supposed to be you know the whole
0: idea is and that's why we're doing this show is to educate people right it's I mean, yeah, you guys have a business and you do good work, but it's about education. And if you if people have proper education and you tell them the truth, which we've always done, and we have best of breed for sponsors, um, that's why they're calling you because they know you guys are going to do a good job. Because I said they're you're going to do a good job. I don't <laughs> I don't want to have sloppy sponsors on my show, and people know that, right? So that's right, your, yeah, all right. Um, so Larry, I want to ask you. So we go back to the 70s, and in the 70s, my dad and I, we were building. It was all about, you know, raised panels on cabinet doors and oak this and oak that and honey finish and all that kind of stuff. How have the, the cabinet doors, I know Austin talked a little bit about Amish, but he didn't kind of really explain what that looked or shaker. But maybe you can talk about kind of where are things today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, the raised panel door was a, was a really popular door back in the time, you know, yeah. from the cathedral arches to the full arches to a square raised panel. Uh, now everything's kind of gone to a shaker door, um, square inside profile, square outside profiles, yeah. uh, with the recessed panel in there. Um, and now the popular, the really popular door we're doing now has the bevel on the inside, which, uh, with the shaker door, you tend to get the the lint, the dust makes it really hard to clean in there. Uh, with this new bevel that we're doing, super simple to clean. Just keeps okay. it really nice.
0: Can you tell me, so Larry? So we paint the visual for these guys because they've heard these terms. Shaker. When you say shaker door, what does that look like? A shaker
1: door. So it's a you know it's a true craftsman style where it's a style and rail door that's uh, we use the two and a half inch wide material. Okay. So it's. Uh, it's a miter not a miter door but a, a butt joint door basically we tongue and groove it um styles down the left and right top rail and bottom rail um, okay. square square inside profile square outside profile with the with the inset panel on there so
0: okay awesome and i'm glad you just defined style and rail for people because they're gonna they're gonna ask and they're gonna <laughs> now they know so that's good so okay, and then the bevel is what kind of a bevel on? And you're talking about on the inside edge, right? Of
1: yeah, rim. instead of being a square on the inside edge, now now it's a bevel on the inside edge, which is you know a slant that that goes down to the panel. So it's like a
0: forty five on there, exactly. The yeah, okay. forty
1: five degree angle there, and so okay. it still keeps that uh, that shaker craftsman style look. Yeah, but gives it a little bit of character um, and super easy to keep clean. Got it. Got it. Okay, good. And Austin, I so.
0: One of the things I was looking because, and it surprised me, they were talking about 2022 trends is uh, Oak is actually making a comeback in a big way. And it's, I talked to you off air and you said, yeah, you're doing a lot of Oak. So can, can you speak to the Oak first, please a little bit on that?
2: Yeah. So white Oak, white Oak has become incredibly popular lately. Um, You know, the most popular cut of white Oak would definitely be the rift cut. So you definitely get a little bit more of that uh, linear grain versus, uh, you know, the big wavy patterns found in traditional, uh, you know, when it's plain song, um, you know, we, Wait, we so do a talk about just,
0: just hold on for a second. Cause I want to ask you, cause you just brought up a term. People are going, what the heck is rip cut? <laughs> so what,
2: what is rip cut versus, uh, other cuts you guys do? Yeah. So riff, riff cuts just, uh, you know, it's all in the way that they just essentially cut the wood, uh, yeah, you know, slice the log. You know? Yeah, they just uh, – so it, it gets it gets a very linear pattern uh, right. versus, you know, when you just kind of rotate that log, you'll get more of the wavy grain, kind of the traditional wood grain that you'll see. Yeah. Um, and the plain saw is more peeling the log, you know, so yeah. it's going around Yeah, that's what I want log. to get it to.
0: Yeah, yeah and yeah. the reason why that's important now, you know, this goes back, my dad was a sawmill man. That's why we, he was an engineer and built sawmills all over the area. Um, yeah, yeah. So I learned all this stuff as a kid, just corraling around all these mills with my dad. But it's right. important because it is a certain type of look, look exactly. that they're cutting. Now, Larry, I want to ask you, so since you're running operations uh, in the shop, are you guys bringing in basically non-dimensional lumber and you guys are doing your own cuts on the on the, the bandsaws and things and then planing them out, or how, how do you
1: guys do that? No, we actually – we'll actually order, the, um, you know, surface two sides. We'll okay. straight line one edge. We'll bring it in that way. Um, okay. So, we, we'll order either a plain slice or a quartered or, uh okay. you know, riff cut. So, okay. it comes in. So, it comes uh, in that way already then? It comes in that way, but it's all – uh, non-denominal sizes basically so we'll we'll cut it down to the two and a half inch or the five inch or the three inch or whatever we need for you right. know for the door size door sizes so. and okay. stuff. yeah and then we're not able, we're not cutting the logs ourselves you're not you don't have your own bill well maybe someday superior will <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you could go all the way back to the bill
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh, that'd be awesome. So, okay. So, Austin, I want to ask you too, because you did mention this. Um, so, white oak is becoming popular. Why, why white oak versus like cherry, mahogany, walnut, poplar, all this other stuff? Why is it so
2: popular? You know, it, it's a couple things. Uh, you get a lot of durability out of it, uh, which you wouldn't with say popular, you know, even cherry uh, is, you know, still a little bit softer, but why don't, you know, it's just, it's light. So people, you know, they'll put like a topi stain on it or, you know, maybe a clear finish or uh, just something really, really light, but uh, it brings out a really good, you know, either accent piece or, you know, kind of going back to, you know, people's islands. You know, people will kind of make that their staple piece, uh, that furniture style piece that people look at. And you know, white oak's just—it's really intriguing, uh, really draws your eye, but it's yeah. it's light and vibrant.
0: Yeah, and, and what you, basically <clears throat> the way I understand it from all the stuff you said there is, the oak actually is a tighter cell formation, right? So it's a little harder wood like a poplar, mm-hmm. so it's going to just going to be more durable. It won't uh, nick or scratch as easily. Is what is is? Am I correct mm-hmm. in that? Yep, exactly. Okay. And then when you when you talk about topi stains, like what what is a topi stain?
2: You know, it's it's kind of going to be you know a, a little bit of brown kind of mixed into like a natural stain, just something a little bit lighter. Um, you know, one, one really popular one that we do is kind of like almost a beach sand color. Okay, uh, which is really cool. That one, I'm, you know, probably on ninety percent of the white oak jobs that we do, yeah. end up putting that color on it. Uh, so just to keep it light and kind of prevent that color from changing over time, you know, into the honey oak. You know, because when we just do a clear coat over it, that wood is going to age over time. It is going to turn into that dark, dark yellow after a while.
0: Yeah, and so that's nice. So that protects it. You you guys, um, you have a, uh, do you have a certain type of a uh, UV stain that you use so it doesn't color out as fast?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. We do a conversion varnish that, that we have UV protectants that's put into it. Okay, So it's not it's not the varnish that's going to color. It's, it's the wood that's going to age. And you really can't wooded. stop it. Okay. Yeah, I'm exactly. Concerned.
0: Understood. Yep. Okay. So that's good. Well, I guess it, that's going to take a number of years. And you can almost refinish cabinets in at that time, too, if you, if right. you need to. Right. So right. not a big deal. Okay. Before we go, one last thing, because we're running out of time here. But, Austin, I want to talk to you about, for all the people that don't use Google SketchUp and things like that, do you provide a drawing service? Do you do 3D drawings? How, how does how that do? work?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So once we come out and take the measurements, I start placing all my cabinets, you know, where they need to be, uh, you know, all the appliances, and then just kind of fill in that extra space a little bit uh, with, you know, what the customer might want or, you know, what what we talked about. And uh, basically, I send them, you know, all the measurements, the elevations, the floor plan view, and we go from there. That's awesome.
0: Well, guys, once again, thank you for all the education. Everybody, give these guys a call. Awesome. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Larry, thank my you. man, the two old guys, thank you very much for jumping <laughs> on the show with me. Yeah, uh, thank you. All the Dell to Ford. Check these guys out. I'll tell you what, anything, kitchen, home office, bath, wooden wall units, custom furniture, I would give Superior Cabinets a call. You can ask for Austin or Larry at 206-965-9240. With that, i Pete. This is is home matters, car radio 97-3FM, Seattle news. And Seattle is